Amen. Amen. Our central truth is this. The believer must take personal responsibility to prepare spiritually and in the natural for the greatest outpouring of God's spirit this world has ever seen. This is what's coming. Now, I can't tell you the day, the week, the month. It's coming. And it's already begun, I believe. Habakkuk 2, verse 14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. That's a good scripture. That's a promise from God. So we want to be revival ready. Say it. Revival ready. And it begins with your own individual relationship and fellowship with God. That's the most important thing. Get with God on a daily basis. Get into the Word on a daily basis. Pray in the Spirit on a daily basis. Get to church as much as you can. Amen? So we talked about what we can do to prepare spiritually and in the natural. In Ezra 7, verse 10, it says, For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it. So one of the most important things to prepare for revival and the outpouring of God's Spirit is to prepare your heart. Say, my heart. God can't use you if you have a hard heart. Your heart needs to be pliable. Your heart needs to be softened. Amen? I I read this book, and I I didn't tell you this morning, but she talks a lot about unforgiveness and forgiveness. And you can see going through the Holocaust and in those prison camps and what she did, and and I couldn't fathom that, but I'm sure she said they were putting to death 600 women a day. 92,000 exterminated at the camp she was at. Can you imagine living your life day by day wondering if I'm next, seeing the smoke of those furnaces? And and so she talks a lot. And she was 80 years old, and, she, you know, she, her time was short. But she talks about her her her. And she had she dealt with people, and she I think she was a type A. Because they travel all over the world, and she'd sleep in a home or a motel every, you know, and in canoes and in the jungle. And there's this little old lady <laughs> go down the canoe in the jungle. But she had people I noticed, just like every one of us does. We have people that hurt us. How many have ever been hurt? I'd lift this one too, but I'd end up on the floor. We've all been hurt. We've all been offended. We've had people for no reason put knives in our back. And she had this happen, and she had one instance where evidently some ministers had taken advantage of her and and, and had really hurt her, and she had a hard time forgiving them. And she kept proof of what they'd done all those years. And one day a gentleman 
another minister must have visited her and said, how are you doing? And she says, well, I've, I've forgiven those people, but you know what? And she showed the man the letters. I bought, but I got proof, and he looked at her and said, no, you haven't dealt with this. She had to burn the letters. So she, you know, she's a human being. We all have to deal with things, but we, we've got to make sure. And I can tell you war story after war story as pastors through the years, how we'd been taken advantage of, how we'd been misunderstood, how we've been treated. I could give you some stories that curl your toes. But we, we had to forget, didn't we? And sometimes it took a long time because, yeah, you, God forgive me, and I, 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 forgive, I forgive that individual, but then all of a sudden you see him. Or their name comes up. And then you have a flashback and, and see, we've we got to realize we gotta, all that's under the blood, and, but we've got to really work it at keeping our heart right. So if you're here today and somebody's hurt you, and, the, and, and you were innocent. God knows that. But you've got to make sure you forgive. Whether you've got to forgive them, you've got to forgive yourself. Maybe you were the one that caused the, the, the division. I don't know. But you and I are going to have to, in the days ahead, because we're going to have opportunity to be, to be offended. Let me tell you something. If you think you cry out for revival and you cry out for the fire of God and I want to be used of God and, and see the gifts of God in manifestation, I want to lay my hands on the sick. Listen, if there's unforgiveness, you could lay hands on. It ain't going to happen. The power of God isn't going to flow into people. If you have bitterness, if you have offense, if you have unforgiveness in your heart, it just isn't going to happen. And every day at work, at school, wherever you go, you're going to have an opportunity where that could happen. The enemy might try to come in and sow those seeds of bitterness and offense. And you're going to have to be mature enough and say, I will not allow my heart to be offended. I will not allow unforgiveness or bitterness to take root in my heart. And I'm preaching, I have to do the same thing. We all do. I want to be used of God in the days ahead. So the first thing is you have to, you know, you know I, I got off on a tangent there, but maybe somebody here has some unforgiveness. Deal with it. Deal with it! Or it'll affect your health. It'll affect your marriage. This will get you. It will affect your money, your finances. Amen? Look at your neighbor and say, he's right. Yeah, I, yep, yep. So you gotta, you got to prepare. We as a church, we have to prepare our hearts. Then we have to prepare externally. We have to start thinking outside these four walls. I'm so... I'm so proud that I serve a people that aren't so full of fear. They have to wear a mask when they come in here. 
And what concerns me most, how old are you? 30, you're the age. What concerns me the most, it's that age that's running around wearing masks. Now listen, if you've got a health, immune system, I've told you that. But if you're just wearing a mask because people on TV tell you to wear a mask because the disease is so bad and rampant, you're being led by the wrong spirit. You can't live your life every day. I haven't seen Robert wearing a mask working on a car yet. Maybe he does when I leave. I don't know. but <laughs> We've got to prepare. Say prepare. Then you prepare by operating in God's wisdom. I'm not going to get into that. Then you prepare. I'll read you the scripture. We were on this a long time. Hebrews 11.7 says, Prompted by faith, Noah being forewarned by God concerning events of which as yet there was no visible sign, took heed and diligently and reverently constructed and prepared an ark for the deliverance of his own family. We talked about about preparing in faith, preparing in reverential fear, doing all these things. Amen. Now, let's go on. Look in your Bibles. You can look at Mark chapter 1. I, I, I think this is the last thing on prepare. Because i got a lot more to move on to. We just haven't got there because I, I believe the Spirit of God wants to get it into our hearts and our heads that we need to be in preparation for the days ahead. And you know what? You're not just preparing. You're preparing for miracles. You're preparing for exciting things to happen. Exciting things, good things. As I told you when I started this morning, it's important that you're listening you, because you prepare by listening to what the prophets and the, and the apostles are speaking in this hour. We've told you who to listen to. and In fact, I've been so blessed. Some of you have come to me and say, have you heard this? Listen to this. And I've listened to it, and it brought peace to my heart. But you've got to be open to that. And what's going to happen, and I told you this last week because it, it is a paradigm shift. So many churches anymore just have a pastor, and that's all they listen to. I'm important. Say, say Pastor Mike's important. We are important. Pastors are important in the body of Christ, but you need the apostle, the prophet, and the evangelist, and the teacher as well. So in the days ahead, there's going to be a lot of emphasis Upon upon the fivefold ministry and small churches, you know, you might not be able to get, you know, one of these days, I believe Hank will be here. <clears throat> Amen. You want him to come? <laughs> I'm kind of honorary. Do you think you could probably show that much excitement when I'm in the pulpit or just when the or just when Hank's here. It's all right. We're all different. Pastors, teachers, we're all different. In fact, I look at some of these. I watch some of these prophets, even the ones that are good. And they're ex, there's some eccentric behavior. There, I saw the other night I was watching Jeremiah Johnson. I remember that because of the movie. And he did this. Jerk. She saw it, and I said, Hagen, when the Spirit of God would come upon him when I was at Bible school, 
he'd start doing this. Remember? His eyes, you know, because the anointing, when the anointing of God comes, <laughs> it affects you. But, but I'll tell you what. If all I did was listen to a prophet on YouTube, I'd get weird. Because there's a lot of weirdness there. And I still don't get them. And I couldn't be around them all the time. They're refreshing and I love them. And the church needs them in this hour. But if you had just a prophet pastor you, you'd get weird. Oh, I hope Hank's not listening to that because he's a pastor prophet. But if you, all you did was listen to one ministry gift all the time, you, you wouldn't have a, the full perspective, God's full perspective. That's why he gives you a variety of the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. You need everyone. Amen? So listen, eat the hay, spit out the stubble. In other words, take in that valuable information and those truths from these men and women of God. There's women out there that I, I listen to. I'm all, I've always been for women in the pulpit. Always have been. Aren't you glad, women? I've been tripping all day today. <laughs> so, listen, okay? Now, Mark 1. In the beginning... Of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. Whose way? God's way. Before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now listen carefully. Whenever God the Father gets ready to do anything in the earth, he always speaks through his apostles and prophets to prepare his church. The church and the individual believer must, everyone say must, must listen for the common message that is being delivered so it can prepare for the days ahead. The church and the individual believer must listen for the common message being delivered so it can prepare for the days ahead, move forward, and accomplish kingdom business. Now, this is important, and I'm going to stop. I'm going to read this, but I want you to, I want you to get this. Each believer, say, I'm a believer. Each believer has a part to play in this end-time revival. I said, everyone here. Each believer has a part to play in this end-time revival. So he or she, I don't want to just say his or her. I want you to understand when I say his or, it's, it's not only a man, but it's a woman too. Okay. So when I say, so his spiritual ears, it means her ears too. So I don't want you to get offended. So his spiritual ears must be open to hear what the Holy Spirit is speaking. Your spiritual ears and my spiritual ears in this hour must be open to hear what the Holy Spirit is speaking and then follow through with obedient actions. Amen? 
There's seven commandments, and there's more. Probably you can look through the Bible, but I'll give them to you. Seven commandments to hear. Exodus 15, 26, give ear to my commandments. 2 Kings 19, verse 16, bow down your ear and, and hear. Psalm 78, verse 1, give ear to my law. Proverbs 2, 2, incline your ear to wisdom. Proverbs 4, 20, incline your ear to my sayings. Proverbs 5, verse 1, bow down your ear to my understanding. And then in, in the New Testament, in Matthew 13 and other places, it says, Jesus said, he that has a ear, let him hear. So the Bible is full of commandments. If, if God says we're supposed to listen, if God says we're supposed to bow down our ear, you know when I hear that word bow down, what's that word imply to you? Submission. Submission. Now, there's two kinds of hearing. There's natural hearing and there's spiritual hearing. We said Jesus cast out demons that caused physical deafness, but there's a prophetic application to this too. God the Father wants his people to hear in the natural realm, but also in the spiritual realm. Did you hear that? God wants Every believer, say every believer, not just the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Every one of us has a mandate that we are to listen and to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. We said that natural reasoning cannot comprehend the things of the Spirit. You know, I've noticed maybe my ears just need to be cleaned out. I wish beauticians did that. Besides, you know, other things, you know. I go in and get my hair cut and flush out my hair. I don't think my wife's going like this. But I've noticed at times when people are talking to me, maybe I'm getting older, I go like this. What's that mean? I'm not quite hearing you. How how many got friends who got hearing aids? And once in a while they they don't wear them. Then it's just like talking to a wall. It's frustrating. But see, we can get spiritual wax in our spiritual ears and not hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Boy, I want to hear what God's speaking, aren't don't you? Boy, these are days you don't want to be deaf. You want to hear what, what God is speaking. And there's things you can do that will put you, put you in position to receive and to, to hear. One of the things is to shut off your phone. I got no amen, so let's move. One of the other things, you know, you can shut off your computer, television. One of the things you can do is just separate yourself from all the noise and the distraction. Now, how many of you will be honest with me? You be honest. How many people here today have a hard time just sitting and listening? Most of us. So that's something we need to work on. Amen? 
1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. It says, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God, now listen, but God has revealed them to us through what? His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. We, God, we can't even fathom those deep things. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. How many have received the spirit? If you're born again, you've received the spirit of God. That we might know, now listen, the things that have been, what's the next word? Freely given to us by God. God wants to freely speak to your heart. These things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them. Because they are what? Spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he might instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Say, I have the mind of Christ. You, the believer, needs to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because only by the Holy Spirit can you and I understand the deep things of God. That's why it's so important to be filled with the Spirit and speak in that heavenly prayer language. I told you, was I told you Wednesday? I don't know if I think I told you Wednesday night. They did a, a scientist at some college, I don't know, big university, Pennsylvania somewhere did a test on people that speak in tongues. And they wired them all up. They had them pray in English, and they, and because the, the language part's in the frontal lobe. And then they had them speak in tongues. And all of a sudden, the frontal lobe was blank. Got any clue why? Because you speak, it comes out of your spirit. You're a spirit being. I thought that was fascinating. See, science is even substantiating the Bible. That's why you've got to pray. And, you know, every day. And and another thing they proved that for some reason, if you pray in tongues consistently, it, it boosts your immune system. Amen? So that's good. And you pray in the Spirit. And granted, there are some days I come in and it just flows. Have you ever had days like that? You know it. When it's you're hooked up and, and maybe sometimes it's intercession God puts on in your praying. But there are times that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Then there, there are times that I come and pray 
Oh, my body's screaming. I might, my, I might not feel good. And I have to make myself pray. Amen? You have to take authority over your flesh. Because you wait till you get older. You don't wake up every morning. Maybe some of you do. We don't wake up belts like we used to. Jump out of bed. <laughs> and But you've got to build yourself up on your most holy faith, it tells us in Jude. Praying in, in, in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit, praying in other tongues. I'll tell you what, it's so important because it helps you become more sensitive to God. And we need to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? Now, there are two types of hearers. Those who hear and those who hear understand and obey. Now, listen. Those who hear and those who hear understand and obey. Two kinds. Because I'll guarantee you, everyone here, everyone here, say everyone here, has come here on a Sunday morning and you've heard me. But I'll guarantee you really didn't hear me. Think about that. You heard the words, but you really didn't hear by the Spirit. Now, I'll take my share of the responsibility. Maybe what I said wasn't important. I don't know. Maybe I was talking about donuts. Uh, And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. But you'll come on a Sunday morning and, and, or a Wednesday night to pray, and you might pray. But there, it's like you, you, you hook up, too. And I've told you, church, we're going to have to hook up in the days ahead. I want to hear, but I want to hear by the Spirit and, and then understand and then do it. Can I have one pathetic week? Amen. Now, here in the Greek, H-E-A-R in the Greek, means to hear, receive news of, give heed to, understand. The meaning of this word deals with hearing, but also refers to hearing joined with understanding that leads to obedience to what has been heard. If you look up another word in the Greek, the word obey, say obey. The, the, same full, the same word here in the Greek, it's hupa, H-U-P-A-K-O-U-O. And it means this, to hear as a subordinate, to listen attentively, obey as a subject, answer and respond, submit without reservation. This word contains the ideas of hearing, responding, and obeying. Two kinds of hearers. If you're really hearing what God is speaking, you're going to understand it. And then you're going to obey. I was telling Caden, the guy on the Internet who's a prophet, I, I heard him, first time I looked at this guy, I think, he's a prophet? He doesn't even look like a five-fold ministry gift to me. And like, I'm supposed to know what a five-fold ministry gift looks like. 
His name's um, what's Tracy Cook. He just he was a he was a professional skateboarder and a surfer, a drug addict and all those. And he just looks weird to me. You 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 walk by faith, not by sight. You shouldn't judge somebody by how they look. He's a man of God. He's a prophet. I've never seen anybody operating words of knowledge like that. But he had a guy working for him on his staff. Wanted to, I suppose wanted to be a prophet. You know, you get people like that. The anointing of God starts to move, and all of a sudden, people start gravitating. I want some of that. And so Tracy said, go get me, what was it, a cup, a Dr. Pepper. What did the guy bring him back? Pepsi. I'm talking about hearing. The guy never did a thing for him for a year. He benched him because he didn't hear right. Now, I told Caden, I wouldn't do that. That's, that's, that's tough. If, if I said, Brad... Change the furnace filters, and they get didn't get changed. Sit down, Brad. You're not doing anything in Harvest Church for a year. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. You think it will? <laughs> he knows I love him. But do you get what I'm saying? He heard, but probably went, and he thought, ah, what was he supposed to get? Pepsi. I'll get him Pepsi, and he brought it back. See, he never had him do anything for a year. Wow, I really, I mean, I, part of me, I don't know how to go with that. Because we all make mistakes. But it all comes down to you listening. Every time you come in here and listen to me, you, I know you've, you've sat here for years. I've, I've been here for, I don't even remember, long time, 30 plus years. And I've told you the danger of that is, oh, it's just Pastor Mike and Kathy, or it's just Pastor Brad, or it's just Abe. Oh, what are we doing today? Same old thing. What's he on? Prepare. 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 That's all he talks about anymore is prepare. Oh, I guess I'll listen. What did he say? Honey, what, what was that message about? Prepare. Oh, prepare. Just Prepare. What am I supposed to prepare? Prepare myself. You've got to listen to what the Spirit of God is saying through the gift. You might not like the delivery because we're all different. But you got to hear, just like Tracy Cook, I had to listen. I looked and I almost went the other way. And I thought, no, I'm going to listen. And I listened to him. And I, I, I discerned his heart. That's the important thing. Don't judge someone until you discern their heart. Now, I had some people on there I listened to in about five seconds. Click, they're gone. Because I discerned that's not God. So how are you listening on Sunday morning? How are you listening? What? You... If I walked, you know what I should do? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the greeter and the preacher. And I'm going to preach, and then I'm going to go stand at the door, and I'm going to shake your hand like all the old-time preachers did. And I'm going to say, what did I preach? 
Give me the three points that I said I gave you today. You got them? I'll let you pull your notes out. Oh, now you're getting nervous. I, I promise you I won't do that. But are you, getting, are you getting what I'm telling you, though? Two kinds of hearers. You can hear, but you can hear as a subordinate. You can listen attentively. Now, listen. Micah, he said something this week, and I don't know where you got this. I wrote it down. One of your military podcast. He he made this statement, and I thought it was so good. You listen to a lot of these military, you know, whatever, guys. This is the statement. I don't, might, don't get all bent out of shape if I don't say it the way you told me. She do that to you once in a while? I don't. Now, listen. This is good. Say, I'm listening. Many people really do not listen to understand. They listen to respond. I'll say it again. Many people really do not listen to understand. They listen to respond. They can't wait for you to shut your mouth so they can respond. Ron, you've had them for years through the year. You could tell me. How many people really listened to what you told them to do? So now you know why Ron and I, our eyes do this. Many people really do not listen to understand. They listen to respond. James 1.19 says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. Slow to speak or slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So next time you come to church, and I'm so glad you don't talk amongst yourself when I'm preaching. Carrying on a conversation, we're eating, going to eat lunch and whatever. You're attentive. And I've said this, and I don't say it a lot because I don't want to wear it out. But my wife and I are blessed to have the remnant of believers that we have here at Harvest Church. None of us are perfect. The preacher surely isn't. But I'll tell you what, there are a, there's a remnant here that listens, really listens, hears, submits, and obeys to what the Spirit of God is saying. Oh, she talked like that about us every week. <laughs> Just be glad I said it. It's the truth. Now, I'm almost done. I'll unhook. What do you do when you, you're going down the road and you got a radio? Man, what do we do? Maybe I, Maybe some of you don't, but what do you do? Well, turn it up. But if I don't find the right song... All the time. Drives her nuts. I don't understand why the boys do it. Caleb's the worst. No, Mike, you're dead even. You both are bad. (laughs) 
So if you want to hear your favorite station, what must you do? Tune in. Say it again. Tune in. Look at Mark 4. Or you can, what do you call it when you, is it pre-tune or what is it? Preset, thank you. I've got buttons. I, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, and sometimes uh, the boys have gotten in there and they've set mine and I reset them back to mine. I'll put all my stations on every one. Presets the same station. It's my truck. And I'll listen to my music. In Mark 4 and verse 23, there's so much here, but I'm just going to pull a scripture out. It says, Jesus said, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Then he said to them, take heed what you, with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you and to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has to him, more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Jesus was speaking of our ability to hear into the spirit and to know what God is saying. Verse 20 says, and to you, 24 states, and to you who hear, more will be given. Jesus was saying that he who tunes his spiritual hearing to the spirit will continue to hear, and not only hear, but to gain more understanding, more revelation. And you look at it in, in verse 25, it says, For whoever has to him, more will be given, but whoever does not have, even what he has will be what? Taken away from him. Those people who disbelieve, those people who are indifferent about spiritual things will lose whatever ability for understanding they had and will continue to be ignorant of what God is doing upon the earth in this hour. So if you're not tuned into the Spirit right now, you will lose the understanding you already have. But... Say, but if you tune into the Spirit and you, you make it a priority to really listen, when you come in here, we, we get the prophet of God or we get some guest minister and, and, and uh, really make, when you walk through the door or when you're driving to church, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe I will receive from the Spirit of God, everything that I need. Oh, Father, I pray that you'll speak through Pastor Mike what I need to hear. I'll guarantee you, and I won't have you raise hands. No, probably, no, I doubt if anybody here today prayed that. So guess what? You ain't getting You won't receive anything because you've already determined I'm not tuning in. It's just the same preacher that's been here all these years. What's he know? I'm tired of this message I'm preparing. I'm ready to move on to something else on how to rest in the Spirit. Those who disbelieve are, in, are, are indifferent 
will lose whatever ability for understanding they had. I'm going to stop there. And that's probably enough today. Let's stand up this morning. Was that all right? I always ask for. Was I too hard? I'll ask for that. You think they still love me? No. Guess what? I'm beyond that. I've been freed from that for years. What a liberating thing to know. I'm not moved by your mugs. I was going to say ugly mugs, but that wasn't that wasn't very nice. <coughs> Do you want to hear? Do you really want to hear what the Spirit is speaking to the church in this hour? Or do you just want to respond? No. Everyone say this with me. I will keep my mouth shut and my ears open to the Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for your people. Lord, They're good people. They're good sheep. And I believe they're hungry in this hour. Spiritually hungry. And I believe you're increasing that spiritual hunger in all of our lives. Father, on behalf of this people, this body of believers at Harvest Church, Lord, we want to hear what your spirit is speaking in this hour to the church. Forgive us for our distractions. Forgive us for hardness of heart, indifference, apathy. Forgive us, Lord, for allowing our flesh to rule instead of the man on the inside. You are a God of grace a God of all mercy. And I declare and decree your grace and mercy to flow so we can truly hear what you're speaking to us. And we'll not only hear, but we'll understand and we will obey. We love you, Father. We love you, Holy Spirit. We need your comfort, your strength, your help, your direction in this hour. So Holy Spirit, everybody put your hands on your ears. Holy Spirit, we pray for ears to be opened in the name of of Jesus. Spiritual ears be opened in the name of Jesus. Spiritual ears be opened to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to His people. In Jesus' name. Now, Lord, we consecrate and dedicate our lives 
to your service. It's not our will. It's about your will. Help us, Lord. Make the adjustments that need to be made in our character. The words we speak, the thoughts we think daily. And turn our hearts in your direction, Father. Forgive us, Lord, for anything we've done or said that would cause our hearts to be hardened. Now put your hands on your belly, on your spirit, man. Lord, we pray that our spirits be softened. Open and receptive, good ground to receive your word. We thank you for it, Father, this day. See, I'm not just a hearer of God's word. But I'm submitted to him. And I'll do it. In Jesus' name. Amen. What's a young man's name again? Tell everybody about We prayed, when was it, last week? or Father, we continue to speak life to Jason in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, every bone will be mended and be made whole. Lord, thank you for a miracle in his physical body. But, Lord, we believe, Lord, that his heart will be healed. He'll be open and responsive to the gospel and to spiritual things in the days ahead. There'll be a spiritual hunger in him. Lord, minister to him right now in his room by your spirit. Let that anointing of God come upon him to comfort him, strengthen him, and bring him peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Anyone else today? Your, your physical body. You need prayer for your physical body. Amen. Anything else? Next Saturday is a work day, and, of course, Pastor Brad's been in. He'll talk to you, those guys that are going to be helping, and that's going to look a whole lot better. Amen. Listen. God is moving. Amen. God bless you. Have a good week.